Thank you so much, Ambassador. It's really a pleasure for you to talk to us. Talk to us about the purpose of uh, this uh, week's meeting until uh, Sunday. Well, as you know, South Africa's chairship of BRICS began in January this year, and we come to the end of our chairship at the end of December. Now, it's also traditional that we have a final Sherpa meeting uh, before we hand over the chair to Russia. So this is our last Sherpa meeting. Uh, it's important for a number of reasons. Firstly, all of our BRICS partners are here uh, today on the 30th of November and 1st of December. We're meeting over two days to reflect on the journey we have traveled since we took over the chairship, the progress we have made in terms of our priorities and deliverables, and to also identify the follow-up areas uh, which will be contained in our handover report. It's traditional for the sitting chair to draw up a handover report which outlines all of the activities, the deliverables and achievements of our chairship, while at the same time identifying areas that need to be followed up and taken forward by the incoming chair, Russia. So that is why we are meeting today and reflecting on all of these areas. And as you know, also, uh, this year was uh, a, a very special year in terms of BRICS uh, uh, and the enlargement of BRICS. So we are also reflecting on the implications of the enlargement of BRICS and some of the issues that we will need to deal with, uh, given that we are now, as of 1st of January, 11 members as of the current five. So we are also reflecting on some of the institutional issues that we'll have to address and uh, how we can do this collectively in partnership with the new countries. Uh, we also took a decision that uh, on the 2nd and 3rd of December, we have invited the new members. Even though they become full members on the 1st of December, we thought, I mean, 1st of January, 2024, we thought it was important for them to join this meeting and for them to also get an insight into how BRICS, uh, the BRICS function, our working methods, and also the substantive issues that are under discussion. So it will be an introduction to the new members of the BRICS uh, family, and so that when they attend the first Sherpa meeting at the end of January as full members in Moscow, they already have a good insight into what BRICS is about. Happy with the work that has been done by South Africa's chairship um, as you hand over to the uh, Russian Federation. Well, we had our last interministerial committee meeting two weeks ago under the chairship of Minister Pando. And uh, Minister Pando indicated that our president and cabinet as a whole has been very complimentary of our chairship and very satisfied. Because I think all of the priorities that was identified and approved by cabinet and all of the deliverables that we set out uh, as chair, as South Africa, we have delivered on all of those. In fact, I think we went beyond that. The issue of expansion of BRICS, there was a great deal of uncertainty whether we would complete that task. But as you saw, we uh, at the Sherpa level finalized the guiding principles, standard criteria and procedure for expansion which was endorsed by the foreign ministers and then adopted by the leaders. And the leaders were directly involved in the decision-making of expansion. And the fact that we have invited six countries 
to join BRICS as full members, that is highly significant. Uh, and I think that's part of the success of South Africa's uh, chairship and the manner in which we handle this uh, very sensitive and complex issue. But as South Africa, we've been able to deliver to the satisfaction of all of our BRICS countries and I think the larger BRICS family internationally. Secondly, we've had, we had the largest ever BRICS outreach and BRICS plus program with over 60 countries in attendance. And basically, the Global South assembled here in South Africa, also with the United Nations Secretary General being present, and the heads of a number of multilateral organizations, all present uh, together with the African leadership. And that was a resounding success with a very strong and powerful message coming from Johannesburg, uh, the BRICS Summit, in terms of the cooperative and collaborative spirit of the Global South in addressing in an inclusive manner the challenges we face, not only as developing countries, not only as Africa, but as the global community in working for a more inclusive, representative, and equitable global order. As we conclude, Ambassador, in terms of um, geopolitical issues that are, are happening right now, and also the, the challenges that South Africa still face, be it on energy, be it on climate changes, or on COP28 right now, just in terms of some of the issues that the BRICS are going to continuously be focusing on going forward as you hand over, you would like some of those issues to continue being reflected with BRICS. What are some of those key issues that you would like the uh, uh, Russian uh, Federation's chairship to also continue with those that were particularly significant for South Africa? Well, as you know, BRICS cooperation is comprehensive. It covers the three pillars, the political and security, the economic and finance, as well as the social and people to people. And as you saw at the Johannesburg Summit uh, in August, we looked at all of the global hotspots uh, in terms of, of conflict and peacemaking uh, in the continent, in other parts of the world, uh, Middle East, in Europe, the Russia-Ukraine situation, and we pronounce on all of these. Secondly, on the global financial uh, challenges, including the use of local currency and deepening local currency, and as was contained in Johannesburg II Declaration, uh, paragraph 45 specifically, where the leaders had a discussion on this matter and instructed our finance ministers and our central bank governors to look at the issue of the use of local currencies as well as pay payment instruments and platforms and to report to the next summit in Russia next year on this very important issue. So that's an ongoing issue in terms of looking at greater financial flexibility and options for not only BRICS countries but the global south in addressing the key economic challenges. As you know, post-COVID, we are still going through a turbulent uh, economic period globally uh, with the number of uh, developed countries going into recession uh, and number of the countries of the global south growing very positively within Africa, within Asia. And as was pointed out by the IMF World Bank, that uh, economic growth will be powered from the global south, especially from Asia and Africa. And I think that's positive news. And also in terms of addressing some of the challenges that have arisen post the summit. For example, the situation in Gaza, a very dire situation. As BRICS countries, we have all independently pronounced on this. But as chair, our president saw it uh, necessary for the BRICS collective to get together. So we 
under the chairship of President Ramaphosa, we called a extraordinary meeting of BRICS leaders, and we invited the six uh, new members to join in that. And as you saw, all 11 countries were present, and we issued a chair statement which pronounced on the situation in Gaza as a collective. We called for an immediate and comprehensive ceasefire. We called upon the global community to act with restraint and not further exacerbate the situation through their actions. We also caused, called for a humanitarian pause so that the humanitarian uh, situation could be addressed. And we are thankful the day after that, we also saw the announcement of a humanitarian pause, which is still holding out today. And President Ramaphosa also spoke of the deployment of a UN humanitarian uh, task force, uh, rapid uh, UN task force to the Gaza situation to oversee the peace process. And most importantly, for the resumption of direct negotiations between the Israelis and the Palestinians under the auspices of the United Nations. So you can see that the BRICS has uh, taken the situation very seriously. And the fact that our leaders met and made uh, commitments in terms of trying to bring peace to the region. Let me thank you so much for that comprehensive response. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me.